0: Free admission, free appraisal, free alterations, free delivery, free estimates, free home trial, and free parking. No cash, no problem. Welcome to Marketing Murder Mysteries. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Joining me, as usual, is the team from Millennium Agency. Hello, Linda Finaris, CEO and Chief Strategist. How are you? Good. How are you, Michael? I'm fine. And also with us is Rob Atkinson, who's wildly overpaid at any price. <laughs> Don't tell her this during a recession. I
1: know. (laughs) You're getting me worked up. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But it's all about
1: free advertising and marketing.
0: Pros see it all the time. Brands getting killed in the marketplace, sometimes due to their own miscalculations, sometimes by events beyond their control. And sometimes even on purpose, like giving away your stuff for free case in point dish networks, sling TV. We'll talk about sling in just a moment. You're going to hear the case from our marketing detectives, and then you can hand down your verdict this week. Why giving away your goods and services could kill your brand.
1: Free, 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 free,
2: free, 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 free.
0: free. That's right. TurboTax Free is free, 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 free. Free, 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 free. Could being too generous during turbulent times kill your brand? Is that a real danger? Let's ask Rob and Linda. And Rob, let me start with you. When I was doing radio, people would ask me what my favorite flavor of beer was. And my answer was, of course, free. Because we were often, you know, at, at events and whatnot. People give us free stuff, free food, free beer, whatever. And so, yes, my favorite flavor is free. What's wrong with Free.
2: Yeah, well, there's a problem with that. So if you condition consumers to expect your stuff for free, there's a risk that they're going to demand that free deep discounting once things return to normal. And I, there's lots of examples out there right now that I'm concerned about. But one of them is Mint Mobile. I don't know if you know Mint Mobile, but it's it's owned by actor Ryan Reynolds, um, and he's offering all new and current customers free unlimited high-speed data. Uh, for the next month, basically. But listen, you know, when that's over and people start seeing the bill and they start comparing if the service is good, I think they're going to have a problem retaining the customers. And that's a real worry about giving away things for free.
0: Uh, Linda, we are in a paradigm now where there are particularly consumers who've been doing most of their consuming uh, digitally for most of their lives, you know, millennials younger, they're used to virtually everything being free. Their music is free. The movies and TVs, video they watch are supposed to pay, but they don't pay. They're free. Uh, and you know, this is all part of the of the paradigm of the shift to the digital world. A few years ago, uh, Chris Anderson wrote a book called Free, The Future of a Radical Price, in which he argues that almost everything in the digital realm is going to be free, and that free is going to be the price. And you're going to have to find a way to make free work, or you're just not going to be able to stay in the marketplace how do you convince people who get stuff for free all the time that free isn't the right price
1: yeah no that's a that's a great question i mean we know for sure if you want to to build a tribe and you want to build some momentum in a brand free is one of the top words that works just great um, free this free that so on and so forth to really start to build that following the problem is, is over time, it does get a little um, irrelevant, you know, it becomes less relevant. And there's sort of that, that, um, that tipping point of, of, do you have any value if it's free? Like, does it, does a company offer you anything of value if they're offering it to you for free? And if it is free, well, what, what's, I mean, the first, pe- first thing people think about is, okay, what's, what's the hook? Okay. What's the hook? It's free. What does that mean? So I think, I think when companies are offering things for free, they do need to again think it through. Like maybe it's a it's a short campaign where they're offering a free giveaway, which you often see when 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 um, you see these online products, like free shipping, and you get your first product free. Next thing you know, you're on a subscription program that costs you a hundred dollars a month. But I think. I think what companies need to do is they need to be careful of how they use that word free and how it relates to the brand, because that is that is the key of differenti, differentiating like a valuable brand with one that is not, or people perceive is not valuable.
2: Rob? Yeah, you know, it's interesting, though. Uh, I, I'm almost wondering if this is one of those unique times in history, and I totally agree with what Linda said, and you don't want to devalue your brand. But if you're in a position where a company or the government can give you money to keep your workforce and perhaps pay the utilities through one of these subsidized loans that are going to get loan forgiveness, is now the time to start trying to do something like that in order to gain you know, your, a larger customer share of voice in the marketplace? I, I don't know the answer to that. But it's certainly an interesting time. And I wonder if people are thinking that way. Uh, You know, it it, but, you know, a a lot of companies are using these tactics to their advantage. I think a great example of this, speaking of digital, is LinkedIn. Right. So employees who are now working from home can access 16 of LinkedIn's online learning courses for free. And I think these are great. Anybody who hasn't done this yet should really go on and try these because I did sample them and they're really valuable. They've got all these uh, video conferences uh, to advice on how to best work from home and just – balance healthy work life living situations I, I really enjoyed it um so for that provided a lot of value to me because i i'm on linkedin all the time because that's where i do a lot of lead prospecting but um you know so it, i do think there's some cases for it where it could work but to your point to linda's point if you offer something for free, then you devalue your, your, your brand and service, and, and you know it's hard to ask people for money for that. And we, I think we saw that in the newspaper industry, right, Michael? I mean, I think that's one of the problems. I, I, I think they're going to have an incredibly tough time as a result of the, uh, of the COVID-19 pandemic after this. I think a lot of them are going to go out of business because the advertising just dried up, and because they gave away their services for free, they no longer have a business model that works.
0: Remember, they didn't give it away for free. They had a business model that relied on a third-party payer, and that's True. very different. And that's why I, when you talk about free, uh, people are so, in your, they're so used to having some part being free. For example, the Wall Street Journal uh, has a uh, subscription brand uh, uh, model. It still works. People still, they still make money. They're still profitable. But interestingly, what do they give away? They give away the front page. The most read page, they give that away for free and they give away exclusives, which I think is hilarious because when they have an exclusive, they know that what's going to happen is that, you know, someone at the wall at the Washington Post or ABC is just going to read it and then go on the air and say the new Wall Street Journal reports, blah, 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 you know, so they figured out the things that they need to give away for free, but then they hold content product behind a paywall. And the same thing with giveaways that you are, what is the smart thing that you can give away? For example, LinkedIn giving away something related to the coronavirus deal, but notice they're not giving away their full premium service, which is what most people pay for. So is there a smart way, Linda, to use free, free, whether it's at a time of crisis or just in general?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you like, just think of like Google, your business, for example, so people can go online, they can set up their business through Google so they could be found, you know, they can make sure everything's up to date and they're searchable and they can make sure it's optimized. They can upload some photos and all the details about their operating hours and contact data. So this is a free, a free service from Google. Well, we are all well aware of Google ad adwords is not free so this is like a number one step to get individuals interested in google and what google can do for them so for example maybe this will entice them because they'll use that opportunity to market to that group that has set up their page to run google ads or run video advertising or just be involved in the google ad network so it's, almost like, a, it's like, almost like a feeder program. It's like, all right, we're going to get you hooked in with this sort of little free thing. Next thing you know, we've got you hooked in for good. And those types of strategies can work very, very well for companies as long as they have thought it through. This is step one. We're going to get them to set up their Google business uh, ad or business profile. Step two, we're going to market to them like there's no tomorrow to get them to consider spending money through our easy to use google ad portal to to advertise their business that's smart
0: rob what about burger king how have they used free in their marketing
2: yeah that's another uh, i think a smart use of free so burger king is giving away two free kid meals with any purchase made through its app for takeout or drive-through orders. Obviously, you can't eat at the restaurant right now, and that's um, helping consumers. You, you know, the other thing that Linda was talking about is we have to change consumer preferences and consumer habits, right? So, you know, it's it used to be that you used to go into the store, and you have to sit there, and you have to do that. But to get them to make this change of using the app first and then going to the takeout, because they have to start driving efficiencies if everybody's going through the takeout window, um, this is a really smart way to do that, Because it rewards them for using the app and it makes their business more profitable and more efficient.
1: And also, you know, if you look at some of the mobile apps that get launched, let's say Facebook, for example, or Snapchat or Instagram, well, they initially don't go out and say, hey, buy ads. They go out and they offer free things and that builds the following that they need to then turn around and say, okay. Now we're going to charge you for any ad that you place. And it's just part of the sort of the big picture of building an audience. And once you build your audience, you're able to tap into that audience to generate revenue for your for your business. And And those are the tactics that I think are important for companies to look at when they when they are building out their effective business, you know, advertising campaigns.
0: Well, you know, there's a line about nothing is as expensive as the stuff you get for free. And everybody who has a kid in a certain age demographic who plays games on phones knows exactly what I'm talking about because I got the free game, Dad. And then the credit card bill comes. You're like, $1,700
2: for gems. What is this? For gems. Let's be clear about
0: that. (laughs) So, do you want to explain, Rob, how that free model works?
2: The, yeah, freemium, well,
0: the, the, freemium, the freemium, as Chris freemium. Anderson calls it in his book.
2: Yeah, that's the that's the model where the initial game is free, but upgrades and things like that cost additional money. And uh, in order to advance to higher levels in the game or higher, you know, in, in the product, you have the product offering, you're going to have to pay money um, to access those features and. Um, You know, which I, I, you know, it works obviously extremely well. Um, It's extremely annoying for uh, the the parents (laughs) who have to pay for that, but it's obviously efficient. You know, you know, it almost like you know, I would argue that Adobe right now is kind of doing a freemium that I think is going to backfire on them because. It's going to piss people off when this is over. And that Adobe is supporting supposedly educators and students by offering free at home access with its creative cloud applications, right? So for the next 90 days, you can get free access to all the things that you would on Adobe. Mm -hmm. But once that's over, people are going to be pissed that they can't access it at home, you know, because they had, you know, for the last three months, they're like, I got it for free. Why am I? Why am I? Pay- Why do I have to pay for this now? I hate this company. You know, I mean, it's it's uh you know it's only natural. It's human reaction, but they have to be careful about how they position it.
0: See, I disagree completely. When Microsoft was having to deal with free software entering the uh, work uh, the the marketplace back in the nineties and people were starting to offer bundles like word and word like products for free in order to get you to, you know, buy their overall software package or to buy their, they were, they were putting the software on the computer itself. Uh, Microsoft released this crappy app called Microsoft works (laughs) and it was lousy. And all it It did was make you want to have the one that worked for real. Uh, these other apps that were being yeah, uh, but they don't we, do we that anymore. Them, I know, I know, I know. But here's You're my point: right, that it, was crap. They You're well, right. yeah, because it drove out the other st- the stuff out of the marketplace because it was crap, and it was free, and it was just not <laughs> crappy enough to you know drive the things. And then uh, the other thing, but the the model they were having to break up was a model that was working, which is you would buy your. Uh, your laptop device back then, and we didn't call them apps back then; they were software and programs. And you would get a a year of Adobe or a year of something for, uh, you know, into one of the other applications for for free. And then when the license ran out, you had the choice of buying it or not. And it worked like a charm because everybody had learned the keystrokes and they had all their, you know, documents saved and their their spreadsheets and Oh crud! I want to learn something else.
2: Duration is key. A but year it worked, is, a, it, year it is a good length.
0: But it, my point is,
2: it worked, and so why won't it work for Adobe, where people are it's used to short. Adobe, and then they say three months is three months is too short. You could be you, because you're still in school, you're still going to be dealing with things, and if that and then it, to your point, it does expire, and you can't access it. You're gonna hate that company because uh, they're gonna forget about it, and not realize that three months are up. A year is long enough where you can almost say, "Okay, I get it. It's it's long okay, enough." Okay, so Linda, is Rob
0: right that people are gonna be frustrated that what was free is no longer free, or am I right that people? Will be gr- <laughs> and, and by the way, I, I think I've already answered that question. I'm right that people will be great. They'll be grateful that somebody gave them something for free. And then some portion of the marketplace will say, you know what, I I never used that before, or I like how it works, or it was very intuitive, I, I'm going to stick. I'm on your side, Michael.
2: Oh, well. yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's an easy you, one. Let's <laughs> sign up for it today, and let's talk in three months. We'll be like, oh, man. See, you know, what was so
0: depressing is not only do I have to look at the continued coronavirus shutdown, but now – I have to face a prospect of having to talk to Rob again <laughs> three months from
2: now. Right. I can't well, win look at, in this. So XM does this. XM radio does this yes. all the time. And I hate it because I, you know what? I ended up just buying it for the year because I'd much rather just know I don't have to go begging to, to Sirius every three to six Rob, months uh, looking uh, for Lyndon, free service. Did you hear Rob just said?
1: Yes. Yeah, I did. But Exactly. I'm like, but Rob the, said the free, that I'm Right.
2: Yeah, but the free, but the, but it, it's a negative though. And I'm saying what Burger King does is a positive. They're training the, they're training their people, uh, their, their customers to do something, uh, in a newly defined world. LinkedIn is offering value. I think, I think that is, is a negative the way, um, Adobe has a position at the moment.
0: Well, just remember too, that a lot of the marketing that's based around free is really isn't about free. It's about finding another way to have your consumers pay for it. You you, you both have mentioned social media, Facebook, but in essence, they, sell you, you get the product for free. And then they turn around and sell you to advertisers, uh, cell phones that people think, Oh, look, I got my galaxy or my iPhone. No, you didn't get it for free. The cost is embedded in the future use of minutes that they're counting on you buying over the next, you know, several years. And so that's another question too, is can you present something as free in a way that makes the consumer feel good? But in fact, you're still collecting, you're just collecting it from somewhere else.
1: You know, that's that's a good that's a good that tactic helps happens a lot with like hair care products or Mm -hmm. beauty products or any type of subscription program. They'll say you can get ninety dollars of free product and all you have to do is pay shipping and handling. So people are like, oh, that's cool. All right, I'll sign up for that. You know, and and they sign up for that. And next thing you know, it's a ongoing subscription program. It costs, you know, seventy five dollars a month and you're paying shipping costs. And so those are the kind of tricks that I think people need to keep an eye on.
0: Well, then I have one last uh, free story for you for the podcast. <laughs> OK, OK. <laughs> and I am shamelessly stealing this from Chris Anderson's book that I just re- re- recently read. So it's and it came out back in 2009. And he talks about the first time that America had a massive uh, free marketing program uh, back in the late 1800s when the people that owned what would eventually become Jell-O figured out how to make instant gelatin because making Jell-O and stuff before that was horrible involved boiling bones and whatnot they wanted to figure out how they could get people to do it. And they could not, it was illegal to send people door to door without a local license. It was sale, you know, door to door sales, which was very common at the time was hard to do nationally. But what the, uh, the owner of the company figured out was that if you were giving stuff away, that that wasn't illegal. So they would send a truck and their hucksters into a town. And they would go down and up and down the, 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 the neighborhoods with lots of uh, stay-at-home family, you know, stay-at-home moms, uh-huh. and they would knock on the door and they say, "Here's your free Jello cookbook. It's free." All these great recipes you can use using Jell-O brand gelatin. They would give them the, the books, and then they would ju- jump back in the truck and drive to the local grocery. And they would say, "Look, they're going to have about fifty ladies coming in here in the next two weeks <laughs> buying, <laughs> wanting to buy Jell-O that you don't even carry because at the time it was very rare to carry packaged goods. We'll sell you the Jell-O now. You, you know, you, you're going to need it. Right? And that's how they created the demand. They, they cost them for the books." And it cost them for the uh, for the labor to go around and to, to promote them. But it created millions of regular consumers for a brand new product that became a household staple. And that's one smart way to use free.
2: Right. And you just made my point. You They gave them value <laughs> and, and through the books. Where they could have the recipes, it was something of value, uh, and then they went to and purchased it. So, yeah, think about uh, that
0: the next time you're listening to your favorite U2 song on uh Sirius XM. Okay, Rob, <laughs> thank you very much. And there you have it did making your product free kill your brand? The cases have been made. Now it's time for you to give the verdict. Let us know your thoughts at mill.agency forward slash verdict or slide over into our dms on twitter at mill agency we will read the best ones here on an upcoming episode make sure you never miss a mystery by subscribing to us on apple podcast google play iheart radio spotify or your podcaster of choice and yes rob the podcasts are free for rob and linda <laughs> i am michael graham and we will see you next time for now the case is closed